Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. This next act uh, asked me to read this. Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, and Molly Hatchet could not be here tonight. But they all had sex and are proud to announce the birth of their two-headed baby, John and Lance. You found the trench. Get in the trench. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you this morning on ESPN 97.5. We're going to be here for the next three hours, and we're going to be talking about... A nice win last night. And, oh, by the way, another Rangers loss. Oh, just like I told you, the Rangers, Rangers might not be that good, and the Astros are going to overtake them. The Astros could be in first place by the end of this month. Or Seattle. That's how That's how bad the Rangers are. Or Seattle. Hey, when you get the kind of performance you got last night out of Christian Javier, <laughs> how in the world are you talking about Seattle right now? Okay. Listen, some people are going to say, oh, he allowed two runners on base every inning he pitched. Yeah, but, however, (laughs) they only scored three runs against him. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Did they get the fourth against? No, the fourth was against. uh, He is getting to the point where he is. Wait, wait, no, the fourth was. Who's the reliever that gave up the fourth? Uh, The fourth. Oh, Seth Martinez. What a performance by Seth. Well, he got out of it after the run. He got out of it. And actually, he might not even have given up a run if Yonner comes home before he steps on first. So, uh, yeah, that was – there's a young – there's an inexperienced first baseman. Well, you can't put it on him. I mean, the kid is – he's got to be in the lineup. It, I thought I thought Blummer put it best. He says, the guy, he's got to be in the lineup, so he's got to – and he can't catch every day. So, he's got to learn wherever he is how yeah. to play. No, I'm just saying yeah. there's there's an inexperienced yeah. first baseman. Right. How many times in his career has he had run into that situation? Probably yeah. – maybe the first time ever. Yeah. He hasn't played first base much. So – <clears throat> so yeah, he pro- he needs to come home first. Well, on that one. it would be different it's, if they told him, okay, well, you know, he was playing back too. He gets, he makes the play, and he runs all the way to first base, and then tries to throw it home. I mean, if 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 the play is going to be at home, if the force is at home, you would think he would be playing up a little closer. So I don't. I think they were just gonna they were giving up the run anyway. But he tried to make the play at home and didn't. He got the out. They got out of the game. How inning, does he make a bet? That guy's got pinpoint accuracy. How does he have such a bad throw home? Well, he was on the run, you know, after the step on the base. I don't know. I, yeah, I, so it, so it came to me yesterday. I'm sitting there lying in bed, getting ready to go to sleep, and it came to me. I want to see if you can come up with it. Diaz hits another home run yesterday, opposite field shot that, uh, you know, it was short porch and right field. However, that's still not an easy one to poke out with a swing that he had. That did not look like a home run swing No, his at pop all. to right is real. Yeah, yeah it is real. Pop. Yeah. So he's got... Would you say he has a plus arm throwing people out? He absolutely does. Would you say he's got better speed than your average catcher? Oh, yeah. He went first to third. Yeah. Dude can run. He he goes first to third because he tags up. Yeah, he can go. Would you say he has pop in his bat? He does. He's a five-tool. Who does that remind you of as a catcher? Biggio? Pudge Rodriguez. Oh, okay. I didn't really think about this, but Pudge could run. 
Remember, he could steal bases, too. Yeah. Pudge could run. He had home run pop, and he was known for being a we really don't... good defensive catcher, a guy who had a great arm. Yeah, and he's doing it without all the uh, other stuff that Pudge did. Right, but yeah. Pudge, I think Pudge probably started that later in his career, but uh, but you never know in that never generation. Know. But that's what he reminds me of. His game is similar to Pudge Rodriguez. We just He just hasn't played long enough for it to sink in, but he's gonna he's got a great shot of getting a 20 home runs this year as a rookie. He can run. He's got a good arm. Why not Pudge Rodriguez? Why yeah. not have a talent like – and that guy was considered – you know, the best catcher in the American League, one of the best catchers in the American League, certainly, and a guy who was a f- kind of a five-tool catcher, if you will. Yep. And so I think Yiner Diaz, who also can play first, I mean, I just, I just, the name came to me because I thought their games were actually similar when I thought about it. But Diaz with another home run, he's a rookie hitting in the middle of the lineup right now, and he's getting more and more at-bats every month. And you're right, he, he right now, Jose Abreu, when he comes back, I don't know how. I honestly don't know how Dusty handles this because I, it's just, you know, between Abreu coming back and and I guess Michael Brantley coming back, someone taking bad bats from Yiner Diaz just seems like that. Just seems it just seems like it shouldn't happen. No, he can't, they can't, he's got to be on the list. Taking bat, it's like taking at bats from Bregman right now. You would never do that. Bregman's an everyday starter. And and man, Bregman's struggles against lefties continues. Although he was on, he had three hits last night and two walks. Yeah. So he, you know, he was struggling at times. Much. He looks well against at times. Le- he, and he had lefties yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paxton, you know, James Paxton has given the Astros fits. Paxton before, and Murphy, he's but saw. it is unbelievable how bad. Now the Astros, I think they still they have fifty two. They've given up fifty two hundred runs this year. And the Red Sox have only given up 43. But the Red Sox, with the, the official scoring last night, on the ball that Devers, that, that, that it's hit to Devers, that he falls down, miss throws it, throws it wide to second base, that's a double play ball that they don't get. Yoshida misplayed the ball off of the wall. What about the one where it just bounced off the yeah. ground ball? That that's, a Bregman, that's Bregman's shot. <clears throat> Bregman's right. that, that ends up in left field. You know, realistically, that's Catch also it. an out. Yes, that's an out. Uh, the uh, Verdugo drops the right field ball. I mean, they are awful. Well, and the home run by Yiner Diaz, maybe that's what you're mentioning. The no. stumble, the home run by Yiner no, Diaz. No, I'm, right- I'm mentioning the pop-up that he missed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the home run where he stumbles at the wall and, yeah. and like, almost starts to fall. That's a home run. That one, you okay. But that one got out, I mean... You play it better, maybe you have a chance to make it over the wall. Kyle Tucker just, makes that play. That just yeah, Kyle Tucker makes that play. Boop, boop. But that's just showing you the guy didn't know how to track the ball well. It was it has been this has been going on for a while. Boston is a bad def- and when you see bad defensive teams, you really recognize it. Now Houston's not considered a bad defensive team and yet they lead the league in unearned runs. Yeah. So I guess they aren't a good No, no, they're team. not a, this is not a good defensive team this year. This is not a, this is by any standard this the is first not a good defensive. Base position has Normally taken a, this is a really good defensive first team. First as much is is has taken a big tumble defensively. Yeah. Whether it's Abreu, Diaz or Singleton, it's just not as good over there. Yuli was a good first base, a good defensive first baseman. Um you've had some issues for whatever reason with Pena um, making some mistakes on easy easy plays, but you know it is nice to see the bats crank up again. It's nice to see when you're going to have to when you know. <clears throat> did you see the stats for the bullpen since August first? Uh, no. 
top. I mean, they're in the top three or four in every in every uh, opponent's batting average, opponent slugging percentage, um, earn runs allowed. Well, ERA. Uh, oh, the bullpen. Not strikeouts. Yeah, the bullpen. Oh, oh bullpen I you only. said Lopez. I was like, who's Lopez? No, the bullpen. The bullpen. Yeah, I saw that. It's yeah. Unbelievable. They're really, really good. Lately. Really good yep. since August 1st. Yep. Now, the one area, do you know the Astros are worst in the American League over the last 20 starts at striking out the opponents? The worst in the American League. Yeah. The lowest number. Christian Javier again with... 47 I think it was I think the number was 47 swings last night and and only eight misses. This is the Astros really coveted for forever. They've coveted uh swings and misses. And he was great at that last year. And he is just But if not- you notice the sliders are all moving laterally across the zone. They're not breaking downward. He's not getting the sharp, you know, 2 to I guess 2 to 8 type breaking action he's not everything is just kind of it's just kind of sliding on the same plane instead of showing people different you know different looks on a vertical plane and in his first and his his fastballs he just can't locate like he's just up in the zone he's constantly behind 2-0 it seems like all the time every time it is just such a battle every inning is a battle for christian he was up for it he battled after giving up three in the first but my gosh, can he just like this? The, the amount of toll it's got to be taken on him mentally, John, to have to grind every inning. So his ninety eighth pitch was in the fifth inning with nobody out, and it was a ball low to Trevor's Story, but the ump gave him the call on a three one count. If he misses that, he's out of the game with the bases loaded, nobody out. Instead, Story makes the out, next guy makes the out, and he gets out of that jam and gets the win when, in fact, he abs- he should have. I mean, and it's, listen, he's at 98 pitches in the fifth inning with nobody out. That's 12 outs, 12 outs for nearly 100 pitches. That's so bad right now. My yet, Dusty, to his credit, Dusty wants him to get wins. He wants like, him to he, get a win. He absolutely. wants him to get wins. And Javier has gotten two wins in back-to-back. I don't know. Was it back-to-back starts? That Javier, maybe two of the last three, where he's let Javier go a little longer so he could get to that win. And I actually respected it that Dusty's trying to get him those wins. And so Javier gets into the mid one, you know, mid one hundreds. No big deal. Do you know that my two son, games ago, he got the win. It's two games ago. Do you know my son? And what's his record now? Nine He's and nine three? and two with a four, five, two. Well, you I want mean, to talk about his, his run support is off the charts. Look at these numbers on his last. Hold on. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, no, five, three earned runs, four and two thirds, four earned runs. This is with 105 pitches, 95 pitches. Five innings, 105 pitches, two earned runs against Baltimore. That was good. But that's still 105 pitches to get five innings. In the Four and two-thirds, 102 pitches. And we're not talking about three high strikeouts. By the way, usually that's with like his eight strike, nine strikeouts. No, five. we're talking three, two, three, four. He's not striking anyone now, out. Tampa, that's what I'm saying. Tampa, he had six innings pitched. 104 pitches, nine strikeouts, yeah. but he gave up three earned runs. That five and two-thirds, 97 pitches, two earned runs. Five innings, 91 pitches, three earned runs. Four and a third, eight, 88 pitches, eight earned runs. Wow, eight earned runs. Holy crap. I mean, he has not he has not really been himself. He hasn't been himself in three months. It's going. It's two. It's at least two months now. 
It's too much. Since June, he in, in on June 15th against Washington, six innings, no earned runs. He had, he just had two strikeouts. Yeah. That's I, not himself. What the hell happened to Christian Javier? What I mean, happened to him? I mean, it's th- unbelievable. <clears throat> like I said, this is for the pitching coaches to figure out. You know, maybe we need to get, uh, can anyone send secret messages to Brent Strom? Can we send him some tape? Can we get Stromy on a mobile to call in and try to, explain what's going on because i know this <clears throat> it's one thing to miss your strike zone he's he's had lack of control at times but you still have strikeout stuff he didn't have his strikeout stuff anymore uh how many double digit strikeout games does he have this year oh my god maybe one two he had 11 against the uh, angels uh which was is this that was April? his last really christian javier game is that may uh may it was in May. In April, he had 10 against the Braves. Wow, well, that's and, good against uh, the Braves. And that was, was six innings, one earned run, that's, 10 I, strikeouts. I, I, that's that, Christian Hopkins. That's why I figured it had to be something physical. But all this time, and if there's something physical and Javier's not, not getting it worked on, then that's that's not good. But it just feels like, how do you how do you go from that to this I don't, I don't in know. the same season? I Dana just, Brown said it was fatigue. And I, you know. <sighs> from World Baseball Classic? No. From I mean, I don't. No, well, they gave him rests, Fatigue though. Fatigue what? He was he got fatigued by June? Yeah. No, but he was Yeah, fatigued. this all started in uh, June. Yeah, this all started in... It absolutely... Well, it actually started... Yeah, it started in June. Started in June. This is unbelievable. This is the guy that's supposed to be the number two starter. We had... T- I mean, so many people last night. I said... I, I was joking. I jokingly said Christian Javier has added 12 minutes to the average time of Major League Baseball games. Dude... It's another. It's Why a three, are you joking? That's real. That no, it's not joking. It's actually. And the guy goes, he pitched good. He gave up three runs in five innings. What? That's not what he. Who said he pitched good on Twitter? An, uh, Astros baseball fan. Ast, you know, Astros he Twitter. pitched good. He, Don't see you in a big quick. Said, one more Ooh. inning and it's a quality start. He said. <laughs> what a bunch of. What a sorry sack of humans whoa, whoa, to talk whoa, on that stop app. Stop it. Stop saying Don't that. Don't get me mad in the first okay. inning. Okay. Ask those Twitter. This is the first inning of the show. Okay. I don't need to get upset right. like this. We're going to the second. He, when we get one more inning. He's, a, he's been able to strand lots of runners on base, gang. <laughs> he's been able to strand them. That's mental tension. Uh, you just, hey, somebody's got to protect these guys. Somebody's got to protect... Christian Javier with his big contract that he just got Ashley. when he almost had a quality start. Three more outs, he had a quality he start. He had a quality start. He was able to strand like 14 runners on base. Holy crap, he did. All right, time for you, my friend, to talk about John Daspit. John Daspit. Uh, as we go to, to the bottom of the second. As we go to the, we go to the bottom of the first here coming up. And John Daspit is your uh, he is your personal injury lawyer. I've just gone, I've said it for him. I put him on you. He's your personal injury lawyer. Why wouldn't he be? John Daspit is the one who will go the extra mile in terms of research, in terms of making sure that the depositions are done the right way. He There's a lot of lawyers. Here's what they do. There's a lot of shady personal injury lawyers that their entire thing is to get through a case as quickly as possible, get a settlement, take their cut from you, and move on to the next one. That's not how John Daspit ap- operates. Number one, He's got 10 offices in Texas, and he's got a ton of different lawyers who are there to do a lot of the, uh, the, the work that needs to be done to make sure that all the information is brought forth and he can get – and he uses that info to get the right settlement for you. 
how long are you going to be out? Do you have any injuries that can require surgery? You don't want any surprises as after you sign your, you know, you sign the, the, after you've been injured and somebody puts forward a contract and you sign and say, okay, I can't, here's my check for the settlement and I can't uh, uh, look for other damages against the person who hurt me, against the business, the company who hurt me uh, through no fault of my own. That's why John Daspit goes that extra mile to make sure he has all the information before he reaches what is usually going to be a top settlement for you. And that's the way John Daspit operates. He is there for you. He uh, he per- passionately pursues justice for the injured. And if you've been injured due to someone else's negligence, he's going to fight for you. 713-CALL-NOW. That's the number you should have stored in the memory or put in the phone. 713-CALL-NOW or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. You hooked up with it. You decided to marry it. I told you I wasn't into it. You said it didn't matter. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. All right. Um, let me ask you this question, Lance. Yeah. Let me ask you a little question, see if you know the answer to this. Um, what do you think the odds are winning the World Series right now? What do you think the odds for are? The Astros? No, for in Major League Baseball. Who's got oh, the- I'd say Braves. Uh, Braves, like three to Braves one? are number one. Three to one? Braves are number one. Oh, is it uh, higher than that? See, I'm three to one feels like the right odds, but okay. go ahead. Okay, so it goes Braves first. I don't know. I, I just got a list here. What's second? Who do you think is second? Um, well, I mean, it's not going to be the Rangers. It's it's. I mean, Orioles, Dodgers, Dodgers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But although the Dodgers are facing their own injury, they, they got to go again. through. They got to go through the the Braves, way, and then they got to go through. I was thinking about how similar Tony Gonsolin and. Christian Javier, two guys who had incredible years last year. It's like the, they turned into pumpkins again. Yeah, Gonsolin's been awful over there, and Javier, frankly, by the standards of Christian Javier, has been awful this year. Yeah, except he almost got a quality start yesterday. Who do you think is third? Probably Astros. Astros. Yeah, Astros are third. You have to. You, you have to. Their percentage of making the playoffs right now is higher than the Rangers. They're yeah. at eighty-four percent. The Rangers are at seventy. Well, think about it. <clears throat> who are so? Who are the the who are the wild card teams? Toronto <clears throat> is fighting for right one. now. It's the Rays, right. followed by the Astros, followed by the Mariners. But the three fighting for the spots, the right. three fighting for the spots: Astros, um, Astros, Toronto, and and yeah, and the Rays. So you've got that, and 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 not and not just Toronto, but a Seattle also. Seattle's in the mix. Okay. Astros are going to be ahead of Seattle. Astros are going to be ahead of Toronto. Astros and Rays. Rays were a nice story earlier in the year, but they lost their ace. Although, you know, it's almost like, okay, they lost theirs permanently, but we've kind of lost ours too uh, in terms of, of uh, not permanent, but that's what it feels like with uh, um, Fromber a little bit. But still, the Astros are hitting. The Astros have Justin Verlander now. So you move back up the charts. Astros and Orioles. Astros are going to be ahead of the Orioles. Astros have a winning record against the Orioles this year. Astros versus anybody. And I mean, we're not even going to, the, the dead division doesn't even matter. And now you get up to the East and the Astros versus, oh, well, we did the East. The Astros versus the, uh, um, 
What am I missing? Hold on. Who am I missing here? Who are you missing? Who's who's the division? Well, Astros versus Rangers, I guess. I'm talking about the old their own division. So, so Astros are going to be ahead of the Rangers who don't have the experience. So who can you possibly put ahead of the Astros? You can't put anybody ahead of the Astros in the American League. No, well, yeah. I mean, so the yeah, the the Orioles are going to have the best record. They got like a five they think there's a five game lead on, on the Astros on the on the Astros right now, they're seventy-seven and forty-seven. But Astros realistically, who are, are can bet on, who can bet on the Orioles? I, I, they have I, a losing. They no. have a losing record against no. the Astros. The year. Astros just a game and a half behind the Rangers right now, and the Rangers have lost five straight. The Rangers are in a in a nosedive right now. Unfortunately, the Astros weren't able to take advantage of it with their weekend with Seattle. However, however, that the Astros are the third favorite. With the Orioles, the Rays, and the Rangers all having better records than them, just shows you what kind of organization this is. And, and, and I think it's been illustrated more and more. You just mentioned the bullpen, that the bullpen has been really good again. It's the best in baseball for the last over this whole month. The offense has been good, not great. It's still inconsistent. However, it, Brantley returns. I still don't know where he is, what, what's going on. But... Even without him, Four if, of you, 11. If, any, if everybody starts to be, be themselves a little bit, if Jordan becomes Jordan, he start, he, you know, he is, he's hit over 300 over his last uh, 20, 20 at-bats. No, he's starting, uh, well, I mean, he, he actually had some hits in the Seattle series. Yesterday, he came up with a big Huge base hit, hit to, Huge to hit. knock runs in. Yep. He's just not hitting home runs. Yeah. No, he he isn't. And the batting average did come down. Bregman is getting. I, I can't tell Bregman. He's he walks so much. He's on base so much, but he's just not Bregman right now. He will. He hopefully he will become Bregman again. Kyle Tucker has been awesome. Altuve has been unbelievable. McCormick, did you see the story by Chandler Rome? Up. Uh, do, do you know how much Chaz McCormick signed for? Chaz McCormick signed out of a D three college. By a scout that the Astros fired, he signed for $1,000. Is Chas McCormick one of the greatest finds on this team? Other than Jordan, where, who you got for Josh Fields, and the Astros knew what he was going to be. The Dodgers had no idea. Oh, but, they didn't know what he was going to be. They didn't know he was going to be, yeah. be this. But, however, Chas McCormick for $1,000 mm-hmm. out of a D. How does he go to a D3 school? How does a guy that makes the major leagues be do do what this guy is doing right now? Mm-hmm. This is a great story. Well, I mean, he's just—it's unbelievable. He's got a great chance to lead the team in home runs this year. Yeah, I mean, he does. He's going up against Kyle Tucker and Jordan, and I guess Yiner Diaz. But you're starting to have, you know, the multiple. That's one of the things. Seattle came in. You got all these guys with the same home run totals and climbing up and the Orioles are doing some of that. But the Astros now with Diaz and, and Chaz McCormick shooting up like this, they're going to be this in the same position. Um, he, it's been an unbelievable road for him. His, his pay, he's gotten so much better at the plate with not only plate discipline, but just ball recognition. He just recognizes balls and strikes. Now it's not even about discipline. He just sees, he sees the ball so much better coming out He's got much, much better plate discipline. He used to be you threw him a high fastball, he was cooked. He'd swing it no matter where it was. And every once in a while, he'll still give you some bad swings. But his his aggression at the plate, like he never gets robbed on a swing. 
And that home run he hit yesterday was a classic. Oh. Blummer talked about it. I mean, he got top hand through, and that's one of those that is going to to hit a ball out of a park with top, with that much top hand because the ball's going to dive on, on you. Well, but the I ball mean, was up here. His launch angle. He had yeah. enough launch angle yeah. where he was able to do it. So, what a I mean, a thousand dollars on the scout who was fired. It's, well, he was he, so the scout found him. The Astros ended up drafting him in the twenty first round, and they gave him one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. It's unbelievable, unbelievable story. Wow, they're now pictures- that, but that says something about the guy. The scout said, "Well, he had some, he had some speed." He goes, "I played against guys in college that were a little bit like him. He had a pretty good arm. Yeah. He had some speed. I figured he could play some center field. His, you know, he didn't wow you with anything. But then that this this speaks for their de- developmental system. Mm-hmm. They are so good at developing players. I mean, look at all of these guys that come up." I saw somebody tweet the other day, I'm sick of these guys coming up and not doing anything for the Astros. And I'm like, are you lost? Are you lost? Because this organization does a better job. It does the best job in the league, as a matter of fact. 23% of their drafted guys make the big leagues. As opposed to the worst team, which is the Mets, 9% make the big leagues. That is a huge difference. And that's, that's finding guys recognizing talent, but more so it's developing them. They've, they've developed more. Look, it's one thing to have Kyle, you know, to have Kyle Tucker or Alex Bregman. These high, are guys that are drafted. Yeah. yeah. But but their ability to turn <coughs> Diaz over Corey Lee, there's a great example of it. Who saw before last year when we started 2022, it was all about Corey Lee. And it, be, and it became Yiner Diaz. And this is a guy who is going to finish, I think, He's got a chance to finish in the top four for rookie of the year in the American League now. Look at that. Look at what he's done. He's translated the minor leagues into the major leagues. Chaz McCormick, as you mentioned, low was not considered a priority player at one point of his career at all. Um, look at the amount of money they signed Urquidy for, Fromber for, uh, Christian Javier for. Look at what they have been able to do. Jeremy Pena was, you know, was was an early draft pick. Um, you know, Jake Myers plays. Jake Myers plays. He's one of your outfielders. I don't know even where Jake Myers was, where he came from. Jose Altuve actually fits this mode, but it was so far back that, you know, I, the development started under Ed Wade's regime, I guess, is how long ago it was. But still, the Astros, their ability to develop players has been just so critical. It's been unbelievably important because. If you're looking for a team of superstars, that's just typically not going to happen. They have to develop into players better than expected. How many players have performed above expectation? A very high number have over the years. Um, Springer was an early pick. Carlos was an early pick, but they played to their they played to their draft slotting. That's you know that's a really Kyle Tucker, Alex Bregman, uh, uh, George Springer. Carlos Correa, generally speaking, they played to where they were drafted. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it too. Look how many look how many early round picks in baseball don't don't make it, and yet they've made it. By the way, Bregman, his last five, I mean Bregman, his last five, John has eight hits in his last uh, nineteen at bats. That's good. I mean he's been and that he dates, walks. That dates back to Miami. How yeah. About, do you know the last time Yiner took a walk? Three walks and three strikeouts. Go, do, you know the last time Yonder took a walk? Sounds like it's been a while. 
So Breg, that's the difference between. I mean, it's unbelievable. Bregman doesn't hit lefties, but at least he walks, so he gets on base some against lefties. Yesterday, notwithstanding, he was able to hit lefties. He's got a worse average against lefties than Yiner does. Do you know how much the last time Yiner walked? Hmm. He almost walked yesterday because he had three balls on him. He walked July 16th. Over a month ago, hmm. Yiner walked, and he's been playing on a regular basis. Yeah. He doesn't. He's. He is unbelievable. Unbelievable. He is not. Somebody somebody tweeted yesterday, hey, he's a rookie. He shouldn't be free swinging. He's Yiner. He free swings. He ain't. You don't get. What was the saying? You don't get off the island walking? No. You don't get off the island walking, baby. Taking, you got to swing. Taking pitches. Taking pitches. You, know, you got you to gotta swing, baby. So this has been disappointing. Who, who, who are you talking? Who are these people? People who are communicating with you, like, all, hey, I'm you Astro, don't do you as a rookie. Astro, hey, you're just making me think they sound a certain way, and all your you're that's your voice. That's your in the bottom of the first. That's, that's his voice for everything. Yep. All right, seven thirty ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number. We got some NFL and an, a James Harden update. We got to get to Good. next right here. But first, we got tequila. Yeah, we got Maestro Bell. <clears throat> Never a problem when Maestro Bell comes along. Because that means you're going to have a good evening or maybe a good afternoon. It's a sipping tequila that is made with generations of love, care, consideration for how the product is going to be finished. It's aged properly. It's got the great ingredients. Never a burn ever. It's not, you know, you've had different tequilas and it gives you that burn. It's an amazing feeling to to have a tequila that is a top-quality tequila that goes down smooth and has different notes uh, depending on the tequila, different flavor profiles. And that's what Maestro Bell is all about. That's why it pairs so well with so many different types of foods uh, because they have so many different types of tequilas for you to choose from. And there's differences in each one of the tequilas, differences you can really taste. Make sure that you check it out for yourself. It's Maestro Bell. Wherever fine liquors are sold, ask for it by name. If you don't see it carried there, demand that they start to carry Maestro Bell and Experience it for yourself. You got something to sell? I'll buy it at selflist.com. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. And Chaz drills one deep to left field. Three run home run for Chazzy Fizz. Not that fastball. And you know what that means. Hey, Ma! Get the meatloaf! <laughs> I like Blummer. They do a nice job. They, 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 Todd Callis pointed it out multiple times how bad the Orioles' defense was. James Paxton, if Devers could catch a ball, if, if, if Verdugo could catch... If Yoshida took a, the right route in left field, and he plays in left in Fenway, so that that shouldn't be that difficult for him. It, it's it, it, the, the Red Sox could have won last night if they just could flash a little leather. Those were plays that big league teams make. Those are team. If you're a good baseball team, you make those plays defensively, and the Red Sox just don't. They're just bad defensively. So many errors, leading the league in errors. The Astros, however, lead. In unearned runs, so that's unfortunate for them. Um, it came to our, it came to our attention that w- you were trying to talk in the last segment while neither of us had our earphones in. Yeah, which is great <laughs> for doing a job. 
Like if I had played something, you wouldn't have heard it either. It's a it's no. a wonderful way. No, I I I'm just sitting in here talking. You're okay? just talking to each other, not yeah. knowing what's going on. I could have said a, a natural disaster was occurring. You wouldn't have known because you're just watching the Astros replay. It's fine. That's, yeah. that's a good way. There to are a lot of natural disasters going on right now. That's true. And fires all over, hurricanes, earthquakes. It's, One person in that room said a certain segment of the state is lucky because they're getting rain. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we should, don't, wouldn't you yes. like to get some rain today? Well, not, I not, even when mind a trop, a not because of a tropical storm, though. Bit. I wouldn't even mind a heavy downpour for a little bit. You know, we could use a nice... Tropical storm? Well, I don't know if, if I... If it moves fast. Do we have to go from drought a tropical storm to if hurricane? It was, if it moves can't fast we get and somewhere, it doesn't stall. Can't we get somewhere in between? And can we just get a shower? Yeah. Can I we mean, just get it? Just get a, a shower somewhere. Adrian Wojnarowski says this. ESPN sources say the 76ers. Ha- oh, here's here's no. That was Sham Sharania says this as part of the NBA probe into his liar comment. James Harden told league investigators he was referring to Daryl Morey, telling Harden he will trade him quickly following the $35.6 million opt-out in the 2023-24 per uh, per sources. The 76ers' stance now is they expect to keep Harden. So Harden claims it wasn't that he promised me a contract. Because, listen, I would fear for James's life if the 76ers got anywhere near what the Minnesota Timberwolves got for their tampering with Joe or their their contract negotiations with Joe Smith. Their secret agreement. A secret agreement. <laughs> Under the table, yeah. And, and, you know, we know that it happened with Chris Paul. We know it happened. It's, no, 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 but it's, it's, totally, le- it's totally totally yeah. legal. Though. Yeah, there was a different, different situation. But if you take less this year, James, we're going to sign you to a long-term big deal. That's extremely illegal. And James says, no, that wasn't it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad for James because now he'll be able to live. You know, I do think that James, part of it is my guess is that James doesn't love the fact that he would be at the end of his career. This is a guy who's running out of teams. He's known as a guy who wants to leave when he wants to leave just quickly. And he'd be known in certain circles as a snitch. I don't think James loves that idea that he would be known as a as yeah. a guy who kind of threw an organization under the bus because, you know, people will remember that, and that will be tied to his legacy as well. So <clears throat> my guess is James is kind of cleaning that little mess up. I doubt you don't go to China and say, let me say that again, Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never. That doesn't – he said he would trade you. James, obviously, if, the, if they can't get a, a good offer, they're not going to trade you. I don't think it was about that at all. I think there's a belief that he had something else coming because I remember, you know, we had a lot of discussions about how much Daryl Morey would be willing to sign James for. And my thought was he will sign him to what his value is. But when we saw the contract, it was relatively low. Well, I mean, it was still, I think, in the 30s. But it was, you know, much lower than expected. And there is a chance that he could have said, look, just do this deal. And, and there may not have been a number agreed to. It could have been. And this would be legal. Hey, listen, just do this deal, and we'll take care of you on the next one. I don't think that's illegal. I don't know what the league rules are on that. I don't know that you could promise somebody. But listen. <clears throat> was it legal? Well, I won't say this one. Well, I, I think I think Kevin McHale was dead on. 
you could promise the guy anything if you're the general manager. And, and But if the owner goes, no, we ain't giving him that. I don't care what you promised him, which means two things, that the owner's pretty smart and the owner is the one making the call. And secondly, he ain't all in on Daryl Morey anymore because a lot of owners will let just let the uh, general manager do whatever. Well, this this owner can't be all in on what kept, what what's happened with Daryl Morey and this basketball team because they can't get out of the second round. And James Harden, if I'm the owner, I would have done exactly if that was the case that the owner did with Daryl Morey and told him, "No, you ain't signed him to a long-term deal." I would. I've trusted you on James Harden. I've watched James Harden now. I've watched what James Harden does. I've heard what Doc Rivers has said about him. I see how James plays in elimination games. This is there's too many. There, there, there's a big enough sample size for me to know now. This guy ain't bringing us no championships. So we ain't we ain't committing long term just because you said so. So James is saving himself here, and he's saving the organization by saying that there, he it was just about the trade as opposed to any contract that he was promised. He's saving the organization, and he's actually saving his own life, I think. <laughs> it could be. Yes. That's the one city you don't want. He, you, here's the two, the two places you don't want that, that kind of smoke. Raider fans in yeah. general, Oakland, and, yeah. of course, Philadelphia fans in general. And I'd say Philadelphia fans in general are the – that's the one fan base because they can get you for the Eagles, the Phillies, the the Sixers or the Bruins, Flyers. It does, not Bruins, but uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. Tell it to Denzel Mims. I ain't like that dirty ass trash ass city. Let him come. He ain't scared. Wait until okay. Hmm. okay. When's, we'll when's the last time he was in Philly? Well, he's not in the league right now. That's the problem for him. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, he made that choice. Where is he? Witness protection. That's fine. <laughs> Witsec. That's fine. Calling a dirty ass trash ass city, but you can't you can't hurt their teams. Okay. That's I ain't like that dirty ass trash ass city. Hence <laughs> was uh, Denzel Mims well, after he didn't get drafted by the Eagles, right? He he went on a I guess a visit to see what the city was like, and after he wasn't drafted, they asked him about it. He goes, "Nah, I don't like that dirty ass trash ass city." <laughs> I thought that was during a stream. A Twitch it was stream. a stream, yeah. but it was after. But they talked about his visit there, and he I guess he was very somewhat public about not liking it. And then yeah. when asked, he said this: "I don't like that dirty ass trash ass city." <laughs> yep, that's Philadelphia. You crumble. Oh, you crumb bum. Yeah, be careful. Well, that's, that's Philadelphia. Like, yeah, dirty well, that's, ass I, I'm not a big fan. I've been there. Cheesesteaks overrated. What? Okay, that's so. It's I mean, okay. Honestly, so you don't plan on going back? No, I don't plan. On, I never go back. Why would yeah. I go back? I like that dirty ass trash ass. Yeah, I ain't about that. Well, as long as you're not going to go back, you can say all these no. things. Uh I I will go back to the marathon. I'm going to watch games. And oh, by the way, we got games this weekend. Dell, you got to preview this weekend's game. I thought uh, Five Star was. Is Five Star joining us this week? No. Yeah, is, uh, is that yeah. yeah. Is he? Right? Yeah, he's joining us on Friday. Oh, it's Friday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you well, won't be here. He usually come on Thursday. Thursday, he's on. Okay, yeah, on Thursday. Then. Yeah. Uh, so try, we're going to have Five Star's picks. We got big games like Navy and Notre Dame. Sam Houston is and this playing. Is a good, this is a good. Okay. When we come back, when I'll we mention back. this. We, we've, we've now normalized something that I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, right now, I'm talking about Chastain Ford. I, was, I stopped by there yesterday, uh, as a matter of fact, and I saw Patrick, and I saw Justin, and Patricia, and all of the great people over at Chastain Ford. Just stop by, say hello. It is the best. I mean, I'm telling you, these people are the best. These people are going to give you the best deal. You don't have to be talked to about them on the radio to get the best deal that you're going to get. Every single person that walks in gets the same treatment. They're not going to mark up. They're not going to add on. They've got they've got vehicles on the lot. 
that are ready for you, pre-owned vehicles, certified vehicles, uh, gold-certified vehicles ready for you. They've got transits that are ready to be customized. If you have a work fleet and you need them to fix it, they will come to you. It's unbelievable how good the service is. If you've got an issue with any vehicle, you're going to get their service department's utmost attention. You're going to get the best in service. You're going to get the best deal that you could possibly get. They're going to find the best financing that they get. It happens every single day with every single person that comes there because you join the Chastain family. You're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car, truck, or pre-owned vehicle. Go to ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown at Chastain Ford. ESPN 975.com on the Chase Long. I've got a Chase Long in my dressing room and a pack of warm beer that we can consume. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, 748 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, 713 713-780-3776 to come on in here and hang out with us. Whatever you want to talk about, we've been talking mostly Astros baseball, but whatever it is you would like, uh, you you can do that as well. Will Anderson, he, uh, he graded out as the best uh, rookie first-round the Pro Football Focus had the first rounders and how they graded out in week two of the NFL season. And Will Anderson graded out the best. He looked, you know, on that sack, he really he didn't get blocked. You know, nobody blocked him. Mm-hmm. So that's you that's know, their fault. I really no 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 no. I love that when you don't block somebody that's you know really athletic and really good. I saw that all the time with Mario Williams. I was amazed at how often that that happened. The guard was supposed to get out, right, Dell? All right. Yeah, so it might have been a tough up bl- in the middle. Might have been a tough block either way. It's going to be a tough block. Yeah, it's going to be a tough block. I just don't like. I mean, you got a guy right over. I know that you have to shift the. I get that. It just is amazing to me how complex they make it. There's a guy right there that could block them, but they decide to go this way. All right, Hoffy. Guard out to, okay, Hoffy. I know. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. Hoffy, you can't move from left tackle no. to to left, left guard. guard. It's very difficult. It's impossible. Yeah. No. But blocking schemes amaze me sometimes at yeah. how intricate and how difficult they make them. As You're opposed- asking a 320-pound man to shift and get around all that garbage to get to Will Anderson <laughs> yeah. to make that block. A guy who's as fast some as that Some of that also can be on the quarterback making certain protection calls when the front changes versus what you have. The phrase, he understands how to, quote-unquote, get himself protected. Uh, there are certain calls where quarterbacks see the front and they have to audible to a different protection call. And I don't know if that was the case or not, but we have seen this for years and years where J.J. Watt ends up on a tight end. And you just think, how in the world does that happen? Or or you have a, a full running speed, Will Anderson, he gets a, you know gets to charge up the, the engines and go up against Salman uh, Ahmed or whatever his name is, Salvan Ahmed, who's just some over – just. Some guy Ahmed. I did not have a great grade on, and I was right on him. He's been he's, in the league quite a while now. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. What, what do you mean? It just doesn't make sense. That he's still in the league? The coin has spoken. He should be out of the league. Whoa. What? what? Why are you Whoa. trying to take that man's job away from him? The coin, the coin has spoken. spoken. 
Well, you know why? Because he probably doesn't like my my draft profile of him. So, so why is he trying to take my? So job? he has outplayed your draft profile of him, and it's his fault. I don't know if he has or not. I have to check it. Would you like for me to read my entire draft profile? No, no, no not really. No, no, no. What's the <laughs> okay. dew point? Okay, high seventy eight percent this morning. Neat stuff. I check it out. I check Neat it every stuff. morning. Neat Do you guys stuff. want to know one of the places you can go for the best dew points mm. if you want to find it? Now I can't find it in advance though. Okay, so I can't That's really real plan shame. for my okay. humidity. Yeah. So so let's move on from something from that forever. Let's let's talk. Oh, no, I have to pay off. Um, I said the normalizing of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we were talking about college football in this weekend. Oh yeah 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 week zero. Yeah. Why are we calling it week zero? Just call it week one. If it's the beginning of the football season, no, because, where else do you ever do this? No, 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 no. Only a certain amount of teams, and usually it's no, there are no. Notre Dame is the. Okay, so Navy's playing Notre Dame, UTEP, Jacksonville. But games are UMass, being played. You know what the ESPN primetime game is? UMass, New Mexico State. I'm fine That's with That's week zero. I'm fine with that, but zero. Is equal to nothing. Well, it has no value. Players, no, no, it has no numeric value. Zero. Zero. There are actually games no, being played here. Week one is when all of the teams in college football then change play. your schedule. I'm tired of this week zero stuff. Out. Well, hold on. Where's my coin? Football. Football players are now wearing the number zero, so zero's in now. Yeah, zero is a new number. Yeah, that's, that's a. That's actually a, it is. one of your first good arguments. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about, about agents? What about Gilbert Arenas? He was a Damian Lillard. Agent Zero who yeah. stole money for decades? Yeah. Damian Lillard. Yeah, exactly. You're making my point. He was the original of the sleeping bag. Russell, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, all wearing zero. Yeah, what about Jason Tatum? Kenny Burrow. He wore double zero. Now we're going to have a double zero week. Yeah, uh, next year when their games on on we're not doing double yeah. on August we're not doing when it's August second a double zero a double week zero. I got to get my coin we double coin. zero yeah so so Dell we have any ins- okay Navy Notre Dame UTEP Jacksonville UMass New Mexico New Mexico State USC, Ohio San Diego State USC San Jose State Hawaii Vanderbilt San Jose State at USC mm-hmm. um, Pac twelve Network well. That's a problem for the final year. That's a problem. <laughs> the Big Ten's team is going being is going to be on the Pac-12 network for week zero. Yes, yes. Uh, Florida International, Louisiana Tech. See, it's week zero because there's zero interest. But there will be enough. It's to, week zero interest. Well, no, Notre Dame and Navy in Ireland's fun. I guess you get to see what's his name, Sam Hartman, the transfer from Wake Forest. To see if he could bring some energy to to a Notre Dame offense that hasn't had any in quite a while now, they'll probably look the same. That's that Walmart brand power spread offense they like to run because they don't really have any great wide receivers. But he's a he's probably the best quarterback they've had. Walmart, brand. yeah, because you know they want they want to run a power spread like Ohio State does, and other teams who call them and Alabama will call themselves a power spread. Notre Dame tries to do that too. Hell, Alabama took Tommy Reese. The former Notre Dame OC, so you can see the similarities, but their wide receivers aren't very good, and the quarterback play hasn't been very great. So is Walmart brand, great value brand, power spread, <laughs> power spread Walmart, yeah. Walmart. I am look at look at next weekend. Somebody said we are trying to appro- appeal to the Brits. The first floor in that backwards country is floor zero, so now we have week zero. Are we trying I don't to- actually. Think- 
floor zero at the ground floor, isn't that actually right? That would make that sense. technically would, that would be make right. sense. The ground floor should not be floor. floor the ground one. floor is not a floor. It shouldn't be a one. The first. This is the first floor. Actually, it should be zero. But the I don't Brits think we're appealing to the right. Brits on this. Well, week zero is before you start. If you're on the ground floor, you haven't started. Once you go up one, maybe it's we're like doing it wrong. It's like your first birthday. Yeah, you don't start off at. Well, I was born. I'm one. No, you started zero. Yeah, you started zero. You know, maybe that's the one thing they have right. Not the metric system, obviously. Or let let or letting Everton stay in the Premier League. Well, that's mm-hmm. that'll be taken care of soon enough, Dell. <laughs> it's going like to be a long, arduous run to relegation. Thirty-eight this year. games. Well, thirty. You're th- uh, we were beating four nothing this week, John. You, you it's guys, so bad. You guys stink. Like uh, they get a new stadium next year, and I plan on going next year. And you know what I'm thinking? Here's how I'm positioning to myself. What's the dew point? No, no, no. Oh, this is how I'm positioning that's what I'm to myself. Right now. I can literally right now, go I'm over thinking, and get well, a I ticket. I wish he was talking about the dew point. I no, can go don't. over and get a ticket for cheap because we'll be in the championship yeah. with a brand new stadium. It'll cost less. To, hmm. to go You'll to be champ- there with us, too. No, uh We'll find a way. Fulham will stay up. Would be John, you think you would, but you heard the dew point conversation. You don't want to go back. It's better than this. No, it isn't. <laughs> You've heard both. No, it isn't. Better. Because the dew point thing lasts for minutes. This only lasts about 35 seconds. I know. Everton's going to get relegated. They, they Let's talk about the Ryder Cup and who no, Zach Johnson. Oh, two point. my God. Two point. Give me some two point. I think I okay. just hurt my sciatic nerve. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor on the other side. But first, we're going to talk a, about... Is he on the Ryder Cup team? He, he's... Well, maybe he has a better chance making Ryder Cup than the roster. Uh, maybe being there for week one, I've got a bad feeling that he's about to be injured. And I also, you know, he left for personal reasons the other day, and the team excused him. And it's and it's not. It, it seems Jonathan Taylor. Well, well, we'll tell you what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. It doesn't look like it's going to end well between another running back and a team. Oh, which running back's happy with their team? Zero. Zero. Zero Derek Henry. Back. Josh Jacobs. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. We'll do it on the other side. We got custom Texas custom patios. Texas custom patios. They so when I go out and I look at the uh the I retrofit my kitchen, but you can you can just have your kitchen built at the same time your patio's built. Let me give you an example of how that will change everything for you. When you're out there and you've designed, let's say you've got a plenty of space and they can design an island for you where people can can sit down and, and there's a television in the little in the kitchen area right behind you where you might be cooking so they can watch games and sit there at the island and you've got a grill you've got the vent hood that that runs all the way through the pitched roof and um you know you're you're making burgers you are making steaks you're making your beer butt chicken ribs whatever it is that you want to make it's you've got music on in the background you got the game that you can watch you got music and you got people neighbors from around uh, the, the neighborhood coming over to experience that with you. Maybe it's the fellas. Maybe it's your fantasy football league. You're hosting your own fantasy draft this year outside on your patio. Maybe a little warm, but you can do it. Hey, that's that's what Texas Custom Patios can do. They can help you make great memories, and they do it by building the best looking, uh, uh, the best looking outdoor living space and patio that you're going to find. Best materials, best quality workmanship, and, of course, the very best appliances as well. You're going to absolutely love it. It's going to add dollar-for-dollar value to your home and, of course, value to your life. It's TexasCustomPatios.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. I don't have friends. I got family. 
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.